0: Word of God speak, which you pour down like rain, washing my eyes to see your majesty to you be still and known. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, family members, service family members, and My beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the Scripture and the Sense podcast, episode number 978, where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source, such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary or the Matthew-Henry Commentary. This podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8, where it says, Ezra and the Levites read in the book and the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and cause to them to understand the reading. The aim of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the Word of God and the giving of the sense of it, it is my humble prayer that the church would be revived and the world would be awakened by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, who said the most loving, most wonderful, and most important words in the history of the world, when he said, for God so loved the world, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish from hell but have everlasting life. My dear friend, do you want to be saved from hell? Do you want to be saved from your sins in this life? Do you want to have peace that passeth all understanding? A Jewish man, very impressive. Uh, genius of a man has a have fa- has family members who are geniuses as well. Oscar, uh, Oxford educated and all of that, Harvard educated. He ran from the gospel and ran from Christianity from ye- for years. His dad used to get mad at him, being a Jew, for reading the gospels. He said, he wondered why his dad got so mad at him about that, but he said he was reading far worse than that. Anyway, late in life, around 49 years old, he finally admitted and finally uh, realized that through the Gospels and through receiving Christ, he became a Christian he said it was a long time coming and uh, he searched and he investigated and he did research like I told you a genius of a man and maybe you're searching tonight it took him a long time to finally come to Christ It may be taking you a long time. Whatever the case, you can be saved from the power of sin and have peace in this life. And he said that was the first thing that uh, he said God gave him was peace and joy. For the first time in his life, he had peace and joy. And I found his testimony to be very interesting and very compelling. Because the first thing that Jesus did for me and gave me was peace and joy. Slide up right here. Slide up. And if you want peace and joy in your life, dear friend, and you want to have the assurance that when you die, you will go to heaven and not to hell, understand this. First, Accept the fact that you are a sinner. And that you have broken God's law. You have done evil in your life. So have I. So has the Pope. So has everybody. For the Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. we all have failed God and have broken his Ten Commandments. Second, accept the fact that there is a punishment for sin always. Sin is nasty, filthy, no good, and deserves punishment, and we all know it, even in our conscience. None of us are satisfied unless sin is punished, even our own sin. The Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. We die because of sin. It all comes to an end because of sin. And God wants you to know that if he will allow you to die as punishment for your sin, he wants you to know that he will allow you to go to hell because of your sins. Because dying from this beautiful ball called earth, hanging on nothing but God's power, uh, is a punishment. For our sins So if God will allow that to happen as frightening as that is Please understand he will allow you to go to hell for your sins to pay For your sins if you do not believe in his son Jesus Christ Who already paid for your sins? Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God who has taken away the sin of the world according to John the Baptist. He is, in other words, our uh, sacrificial Passover lamb of God who died for the sins of the entire world. God in the flesh, Emmanuel, chose to suffer, bleed, and die For our sins, being the innocent Lamb of God that he was, he had never sinned himself in word, thought, or deed, but he died for our sins voluntarily. And he suffered, he bled, and he died, was buried, and rose on the third day by the power of God. For you and me so you need to stop by the tree the cross before you leave here because it is appointed on the men once to die but after this the judgment you will meet God face to face one day so you need to believe in his son Jesus Christ so that you will have the blood of the lamb on you before you meet God. Because that's the only way you can be saved is to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and believe his gospel that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God. So thirdly, understand and accept the fact that you are on the road to hell. Jesus Christ said in Mark 9, 43-48, And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed than having two hands to go into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched. Where there one dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And if thy foot offend thee, cut it off, Jesus Christ said. It is better for thee to enter, halt into life, than having two feet to be cast into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched, where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire, where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. Hell is a very real place. Make no mistake about it. Hell is a sad place. Hell is a bad place. Hell is bad news, but I have some good news for you. I've already mentioned it to you. Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world. Now this is love for you. That he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Just believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart to save your soul today, and he will save you. Romans ten nine and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou, you, shall be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what, you ask? Saved from hell? Saved from the power of sin in your life? Where you can say no to sin? Saved from a life of unrest and lack of peace and lack of joy? Ever since I've been saved, over 42 years ago, 43 years ago, I guess, now... I've had peace and joy like I've never had before. It doesn't, before when I was a little boy and a young, youngster, uh, if the sun came up and the sky was blue and the sun was shining, I was happy. But when we had rainy days and storms, I was sad. Now that I'm saved and born again for over the past 43 years, I don't even think like that. Nothing has an impact upon my joy and my peace. Nothing. And I want that for you. So dear friend, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, if you're willing to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ right now, tonight, He will save your soul. Call on His name. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Believing in your heart in none other than the Son of God, Jesus Christ, he has the power to save you. If you want to get saved tonight, pray the sinner's prayer with me. God will hear you. God will hear you and God will save your soul. Let's pray. Holy Father God, repeat after me phrase by phrase. Holy Father God, I know that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight repeatedly. I have broken your Ten Commandments. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon me and please forgive me of all of my sins. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit, and help me to change. Help me to truly repent of my sins. And turn away from my evil life. And to follow you in the good life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your name I pray, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ... Uh, That he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins. Was buried and rose on the third day. Allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life. And that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ Jesus. Please go. Pardon me please go to GospelLightSociety.com and read my book titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10, 9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Now, dear friend, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ tonight, as your Savior, please email us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. At this time, dear friends, let's continue in our service The standing between the living and the dead, devotional service, already in progress. And for those of you who just got saved, welcome to the family. This is your first Bible study. Today, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, we are reading Malachi chapter 3, verse 7, in the scripture and the sense, Uh, Bible study. Even from the days of your fathers, ye are gone away from mine ordinances, and have not kept them. Return unto me and I will return unto you, saith the Lord of hosts. But ye said, wherein shall we return? That was Malachi chapter three, verse seven. Now here is the sense of it. Here is the understanding of it with the help of the Holy Ghost and the Matthew Henry commentary the men of that generation turned away from God like our generation the generation we're living in now and the most recent generations before this one have turned away from God for the most part they had not kept his ordinances his laws his commandments God gives them a gracious call. But they said, wherein shall we return? God notices what returns our hearts make to the calls of his word. It shows great perverseness in sin. When men make afflictions, excuses for sin, which are sent to part between them and their sins. Here is an earnest exhortation to reform. God must be served in the first place, and the interests of our souls ought to be preferred before that of our bodies. Let them trust God to provide for their comfort. God has blessings ready for us, but through the weakness of our faith and the narrowness of our desires, we have not room to receive them. He who makes trial will find nothing is lost by honoring the Lord with his substance shall we pray. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for another opportunity to proclaim your holy gospel, particularly during this month. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word, which speaks to our time every day, no matter where, Lord We start in your Holy Word, no matter where we read in your Holy Word. It is the most amazing thing. You're speaking to our hearts right now in our present time. And we can see your word even working in the world. And we give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. Help us to submit ourselves to your Holy Word. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray and forsake. Amen.